Entertainment. We bring it back to you. We missed you guys last week. We're gonna hop right into the content this week. Starting off with a little bit of info action. You know you boy that is a Cowboys fan. And we just got that deal done with the Dak. News. With Dakota Rain Prescott. It happened. $160 million man. Congratulations, Dak Prescott. Um before I let the, the, the haters gallery, I meant the peanut gallery, I meant the Brian and Brian start hating on the Cowboys. I think that this is a great deal. I think that it has... Great? Yes. I think that it has just the right amount of guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. I think that Dag is a good piece. He's a strong leader. He has high intangibles. If we had had him last year, we're making the playoffs. If, if, if not shaking things up, making a little bit of noise in the playoffs. And I stand by that. The team almost made it with the Red Rocket under center. I just see a lot of potential in this. Yeah, I know. A lot of potential in this team. The Red Rocket. I mean, as currently constructed, you know, all of our major players are, are, are back under contract. Of course, we're going to add a little bit through the draft. I just love where we're at right now. And I think that it's hard to be optimistic of a Cowboys fan most times because we're underperforming. But, you know, just having a little bit of consistency in the locker room and having a little bit of consistency in the organization, I think will help us look better next year than we look at the past season. Um, I, I, good job. Good job, Dak. I, I think it was deserved. I'm happy to see it. You should have gotten the contract last year. It's uh, as simple as that. Agreed. <coughs> it, uh, you know, hate here, bro. Uh, I thought he was playing exciting games. He was keeping them in it. He was making the games entertaining to watch. Uh, thought he deserved it. Happy to see him get paid. He was keeping a team that didn't seem like they should be doing anything in games, which is that much more impressive. Yeah, and I think that, you know, when you're talking about value on a player, you look at the Cowboys from this past season, with and without Dak, and you instantly see Ezekiel Elliott's production fall off the face of the earth because, you know, when they know that he's the primary target, it's easy to just lock down, load the box, keep his runs, you know, his, his, his run count high and his yards low, which discourages them using him in the second half. So, you know, games were, teams were able to scheme Zeke out of games simply based on the fact that Dak Prescott wasn't there. Just put, just put eight guys in the box and tell them to beat him over the top. You can't do it. And, and you couldn't do it. And when, when, when we did beat them over the top, beat teams over the top, it was impressive looking. When we, when we played the Vikings, when, you know, some, some, some of the other games later in the season, like, you know, um, Andy Dalton would would make a throw or two, which you thought might lead to something, but you know, a lot of drives were just broken by the fact that after that long throw, you couldn't do much with it. You know, if you didn't score on that thirty yard bomb that you luckily found, the the, the drive still stalled out. The drive was still over because you know he just liked that like like that short game, and like I said, they they already had you know all eyes on Zeke, so. Yeah, I think I think Dak Prescott is a tremendous contract. A lot of lot of of, of, of guaranteed money in there too. 126 no. million, highest. More than 123 guaranteed. 25, I think. It's definitely not 106. I said 126. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 123. Um. So yeah, he he had he had the highest guaranteed amount ever on a contract. So I mean, I think he deserves that as well. A little no, security. No, so here's the thing. This contract is only a good contract if you guys stay successful and you keep making the playoffs and stuff like that. If you guys have seasons like you had this year where it where it takes or Dak throwing for a record number of yards to for you guys to be successful, this isn't a good contract. Um, because that means that it's. Can't control the rest of the team. No, that much. I agree. No, that that's that's a fact. But also is the fact that uh, the, the 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 ringer did a really really good uh, video I was watching the other day, and they were talking about how both the guarantee money in a contract and a contract in the NFL is different than other major sports because the number on the contract is not necessarily what you're going to end up getting paid. And yep. suddenly it is what you get paid. So it really is about the guaranteed money. It's about how front-loaded your contract is. And it's about the organization's ability and efforts to thin your contract out over time. So they really just pay you on the front end. So really, I mean, you're only in a bad situation with the DAC for two seasons if it is 
uh, truly a bad deal. Which, I mean, like I said, I, I see it, it working out well because our, our, our receiver core is very good. We're only going to add to that um, in, in this offseason. I, I don't think that he would have got – I think he would have got franchise tagged again if we really were in a position where we were too hamstrung financially to uh, maintain him at, at, at that value. So, you know, as much as people like – people in the, in, in the Cowboys fandom like ragging on Jerry Jones um, – and, you know, as many mistakes as he has definitely made in the past, the effort he makes on the books is commendable. And I, I, I just don't think that they would have extended that offer to him if it hadn't have been the best financial situation for the Cow- for the Cowboys, all things considered, for this offseason. No, I mean, it's definitely the best deal for them long term. I mean, if anything, he really showed his value to the Cowboys last season after he got hurt. And you guys fell off the cliff. I mean, I think, yeah, exactly. He he got paid not by playing well, but by his replacement not being able to, no replacement being able to play very well, you know? Yeah, but once again, $40 million a year for a quarterback that is still largely unproven is a lot. Because that, that's what the, the contract averages out to. That's the going rate for quarterbacks. Large? I mean, aside from his rookie year where they made the playoffs with that Dak down with the Cowboys. I think Dak individually has has done well. Not great. Well. He's shown moments of great, flashes of great, but overall he's done well. I think definitely enough to warrant the the franchise lockdown quarterback. No, but but does he deserve to be paid like that though? Does, does he deserve to be paid like the Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers and now Brady because of his contract with Russell? Yeah, does, does he deserve that contract? Yeah. Yes, I think he set himself up in, in a, as a, a top QB. He's not. He's not replaceable. I, I mean. And I think that by anyone, unless you buy another one of those, his peers. I'm 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 agreeing with Brian. I think that yes, uh, 140 million dollars is a lot to pay for a quarterback. 160. I'm, I'm sorry, 160 million is it, over 40 four seasons. Mi- right, 40 40 million a year. That's a lot to pay for for uh, for a quarterback. But the fact of the matter is, quality quarterbacks. The ones that are going to get you production cost a lot of money. So if, if, if you're banking on the quarter, quarterback position being a, a big part of what you do as a franchise, you got to pay them. The only quarterback that, you know, doesn't produce and gets paid big, the, the big bucks. I mean, you have, you have Kirk, Kirk Cousins and you have Matt Ryan. And then you got like Carson Wentz, Jared Goff. You you, you have a list of guys. This, who, this is, so we'll go over who the top five right now are for average value per season. Mahomes is number one because he signed that four hundred fifty million ten year contract. Which that if he keeps playing the way that he has so far in his career, it's that that contract is going to be a steal by the time it reaches like year six. Uh, yeah, I mean, Patty, Patty is a generational talent. Yeah, so then you have Dak at 40, Deshaun Watson at 39, uh, Russell Wilson at 35, and then you have Goff and Rogers tied at 33 and a half. Yeah, so literally, it's, it, you were every other on, on, on that list. You look at Jared Goff, you think bust. You, you look at someone like Carson Wentz, you think bust. But you look at... You know, every, everyone else, they're all top talents, and you had to pay them top money in order to keep the top talent. But, it, so this is what I would say to, to that, though. You also have Jacoby Brissett getting paid $28 million. That's rough. Okay, right. But, but that's what I said. It's like every other. Jacoby Brissett is really an other because he came from an exceptional situation. It, the situation with him is like pretty much. They left Indy in a scramble, so we just moved on from Peyton Manning, who's winning Super Bowls in Denver. We picked up this first-round draft pick in Andrew Luck, and then we thought he was going to be our franchise quarterback, and he just ups and retires out of nowhere. So I'm going to say something crazy. 
Last season, Tom Brady was a free agent. Phil Rivers was a free agent. Is the situation in Tampa that much better than the situation in Indy? Yes. What are you talking about? Is it? Yes. What are you talking about? Are you saying, like, what if Tom Brady went to the Colts next yeah. year? Oh. I Yeah, no. I could see... I could see that. Like, like, like I'm saying, last season when the... If you're Tom Brady, do you go to Tampa where it might work, it might not? Or do you go to Indy where, at the very least, you're playing indoors? Like, you have a temperature-controlled environment to play in the entire season. What are you trying to say? I'm just did, saying... Did he should have picked the Colts? I'm, no, I'm, I'm saying that the Colts should have been a more appealing option, but if they don't spend all that money on Brissette. Didn't the Colts specifically said that they didn't go after Brady when they should have? They probably did. (laughs) And they should have. And and that's just poor management on your franchise because you're holding a grudge. I was about to say, you're in the past. You're stuck in the past. Yeah, because Brady's done so much against you guys, but... My thing is... Yes. My my thing is with, with that whole situation... Is they should have tried to pursue Brady harder because that would have been a better situation at the beginning of last season. Colts minus whatever quarterback they had plus plus Brady would have been a better situation for him than Tampa Bay plus a couple of no, but but at, whatever at they the had. very least, if you go to Tampa you or to Indianapolis, you know that you're going to have a solid line and a defense. Yeah, like which are it, Brady it, staples if. The Colts had made better decisions. Not only could they possibly have not traded for Carson Wentz, they could have had Brady under contract for another couple of years, and it could have done good things for that franchise. If the Colts would have done better for the franchise, they'd still have Andrew Luck. <laughs> well, I mean... Uh, I don't no, think no, you can blame no. spontaneous retirement on, on a franchise. Put a better no. line so the man stops getting hit and no, taking but, concussions. But, but, no, no, no. But, but the reason they is. have a good line right now is because they built that line trying to protect Andrew Luck. They After built it, it was him. too yeah. late. <laughs> he said, I took three years of hits. Was it? After three full years of hits, man. Because he, he said, like, what, half of one of them seasons? Like, <laughs> he said three full years of hits was enough for me. So back in college, they didn't hit like he this. like back-to-back injury seasons. Yeah. Well, but he didn't miss a full season for the second time. Oh, can we just talk about the greatest quarterback that people don't like to talk about? Where's Ryan Fitzpatrick going to sign this year? What's his contract like in Miami? Is he a free agent? He's a free agent. He can go wherever and get a get a job. Like he can, he can really go wherever and get a job. Getting a job is not like a a strain for him. I'm gonna say this. I don't know if it's crazy. What if he went to New Orleans? Does any? Oh my god. I don't dislike it. Right? I don't dislike it. Okay. Put him put him <laughs> back in front Stop. of Jameis Winston. <laughs> put him back in front of Actually Jameis okay. only signed a one year contract, didn't he? Okay, but do y'all think do y'all think that he would be able to actually lead the the, the Saints to something? Or are we just saying that'd be funny? No, like it's as long legit- as they got Alvin Kamara. It's a legitimate place for him to end up. I I agree. He, throws, he just throws too many picks, man. He might. <laughs> but he will throw it. <laughs> they will score points. And when all else fails, they've still got Kamara. I think he's the best running back in the game. Uh, he's definitely the best, like, get you something out of nothing running back in the game. He's the best well-rounded overall running back. Yeah, because I was going to say, Derrick Henry's just better at downhill running. He's... Derrick Henry's at, he's better at hitting the weight room and getting big, eating his Wheaties. <laughs> I hate how I just start looking at contracts and you see that David Johnson is still under contract for this upcoming season, getting paid $13 million a year. Jeez. Jesus Christ, Bill O'Brien. Why did you screw the Texans so hard? Say it with me. Finessed. Finessed. <laughs> now, did they get finessed? Or is Bill O'Brien just a coach that should have never been in charge of... Them, them GM privileges never tomato. <laughs> Boy. Yeah. You say finesse, I say bad GM. They they go hand in hand. 
Moral of the story, though, is Dak Prescott is not overpaid. Dak Prescott is appropriately paid because, as we can see from some of the other contracts that are out there and from some of the opportunities that other teams have, he's clearly worth his skis. I, I just think it's a chicken and egg kind of situation. Well, yeah, you had to pay you had to pay your quarterback what, what, what the market value is. So the market value on a quarterback was getting higher and higher every season. So, you know, if we wait till next year, we can't pay him. Quarterbacks on a premium, man. Yeah. And, I mean, I think that he's quality enough to to warrant a little bit of his premium. So, yeah. I like the Dak contract. I'm really the only person here who has to deal with it because y'all can just escape to whatever teams y'all are actually cheering for. We're trying to, I'm trying to worry about paying a team. We need to be competitive. Yeah. Once again, Brian, we, we were talking about that before we started the pod. I just after franchising Chris Godwin, I do not see how the Bucks come close to recreating the defense that they had. Man, I don't see it either. But crazier things have happened. No, so, no. no. What's what's crazier <laughs> that's happened? We got Tom Brady and won a Super Bowl. No, crazier things don't happen in cap sports. Crazier. Also, can we just talk about the fact that the Avante Adams is the 16th highest paid wide receiver in football? Value. 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 But wait, who's number one? DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins. Yeah. DeAndre, I was about to hear an argue about value, but no, no, that's also value. DeAndre, well, I mean, is it value when you're paying him 27 and a quarter a year? If Kyler could see over the offensive line, it would be. And no lies were told today. <laughs> like what? Okay. But so yeah, DeAndre at twenty-seven and a quarter, Julio at twenty-two, overpaid. Mm-hmm. Now, that when when that contract was signed, that was a great contract. Then. I don't think Julio's overpaid. <laughs> I think the Falcons are underperforming. True. Uh, Keenan Allen getting paid twenty, over. Amari Cooper getting paid twenty, slightly over. Uh, Michael Thomas getting paid 19 and a quarter. Value. Uh, AJ Green getting paid 18. Over. Way over. <laughs> uh, Tyreek Hill's getting paid 18. Value. Odell Beckham's getting paid 18. Over. Yo, I like how the, cheat, how the Bengals were just like... One of you, AJ Green and Andy Dalton, is causing our success. It's you, AJ. Sorry, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. One of you. What? We gotta pay one of this connection. Well, no, I mean, and it ain't you, AJ. Oh, Andy Dalton. AJ's contract you. just went longer than Andy's. Uh, <laughs> Mike Evans is getting paid sixteen and a half. That's a value. Mm-hmm. Robert Woods is getting paid sixteen and a quarter. Also a value. value. That's value. Yeah, yeah value. Uh, Brandon Cooks is getting paid sixteen two. Over. Over. Adam Thielen is getting paid sixteen two. Now it's overpaid because no. they got Justin Jefferson on a rookie contract. Ooh, over. <laughs> you didn't know what I'm saying? And now he got Cousins throwing the ball, so. Now it's over. Only one of y'all is getting that five yard pass, and it ain't about to be you, <laughs> Thielen. <laughs> like, like, like in that game where the uh, hot mic caught uh, Jefferson would be like, fuck, Kurt, throw the ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough. Even the rookie knows. <laughs> Just give it to me. <laughs> uh, Chris Godwin's now getting paid 16, essentially. Cooper Cup's getting paid 17 and three quarters. Which is now over. Uh, or, sorry, 16 and three quarters. Or 15 and three quarters. Uh, Jarvis Landry's getting paid 15. I like I do too, but just the, the quarterback situation is so trash. Matt Stafford is going to do things with those Rams wide receivers. Yeah, five-yard passes. I have a question. What's up? Why why are all the white receivers been reduced to like slot receivers? Cuz they ain't afraid of taking hits and getting concussions. I was going to say cuz they can't make it downfield. Yeah. They yeah. just they, they they got hands and they can't outrun people so I was like I'll I'll catch a ball underneath and take the hit. Yeah, so <laughs> and then Devontae's even paid 14 and a half. That value. That's value. It's value. Value. It's value. I think it's 14 on digs too. That's value. Also value. Yeah, wow. They that's where all the um And then and then after that it's just a complete fall off. But that that's where I, mean, all I don't the... think it's a complete fall off. Allen Robbins is good. Okay, after Allen Robinson there's a fall off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad you read one more name and it said 
Don't think we follow up here. Oh, 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 no, no. No, because then it's T.Y. Hilton. Alzheimer's. Larry Fitzgerald. Tyler Boyd. Oh, yeah. Tyler Lockett's okay. We're all over. We're all overpaid. Dude, I don't understand why running backs have always gotten the, like, all the L's and all the hits. When in reality, the money, the missing money is going to the wide receivers, boy. No, absolutely. That is where that missing money is going. Just because y'all get the, like, catch the touchdowns and get all, like, the fancy floors and the and the after celebration. There's, like, more of them Man. than running backs. Man, this is where the money's going. I figured it out. I fixed the cap. Um, so, yeah. That was, uh... It was football. That that. I mean, it was part of football. <laughs> we we didn't get as into the the man. Bucks cap situation that we need to. But. Look, man, we guys just need to say, all right, what do we value more? Rings for free or rings that we gotta buy? You can get paid and still get a ring. I just think just run it back for me one time. Brian, they just run it back for me one. They physically time. cannot run it back. It's not gonna happen. If people can believe in Santa Claus, they can just wish for whatever they want and it just show up under your tree at night. I can sit here and wish that we can run it back. If only the veteran minimum in football was what it what is in basketball, y- y'all be good. Y'all be good. <laughs> but unfortunately, what, what, what was Chris Godwin? It don't work like that from last season. Two million dollars last year. Exactly. He and made, that's, and that's after incentive. He yeah. made NBA veteran Value. NBA veterans minimum. Twenty nineteen when he made the the Pro Bowl, six hundred and seventy seven thousand. He got that bonus after making that. We look. We can scout him. We just needed that piece. Tom Brady did it. We needed it. Just anyone who could throw, throw a ball accurately. Could have been anyone. He made the Pro Bowl with Jameis, though. The same, the same Jameis that threw for five, fifty-one hundred yards and thirty picks. It really is only the picks that's the issue. So find another quarterback that threw for five thousand yards and thirty touchdowns, and 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 just cut and just cut the picks in half. That's what I'm saying. And it it, it could have been anyone that falls into that category. It, it could have been Jared Goff. That sounds wild. But it, it could have been Jared Goff. But we got the GOAT. <laughs> yeah, you got a guy who's not going to turn back into Jared Goff occasionally. Because, <laughs> yeah, Jared Goff at his worst is definitely not Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, but once again, sooner or later, Brady's going to fall off a cliff. Physically. Of Absolutely. Age. Absolutely. So, we're going to ride it till the wheels fall off. The wheels could very easily fall off. Next I about to say, the wheels about to fall off, boy, when them contracts don't, don't come up. Well, one out of two is down. One out of two is down. Hey, 50, and it, it resulted in a Super Bowl. 50% is only bad in school. <laughs> it's only bad in school. Every, every other time, I have like my chances. Pretty good. If you shoot 50% from the field in basketball, you're doing okay. You a G. You're doing all right. Sign whatever contract you want. If, if you're batting 500 in baseball, you sign whatever you are you, you are now like the god of baseball congratulations <laughs> you right. you've won baseball <laughs> like what yeah 50 percent of anything is like i'll take it you mean every time i half the time that i step up to the plate i get a hit one out of like every other time okay okay <laughs> i like going two for four and three for six hello <laughs> I, I know that people talk about that lamar probably didn't deserve or isn't as good as uh people want to say that he is do you guys know that he threw 10 more touchdowns than Patrick Mahomes last year? Who? Like, Lamar Jackson led the NFL in passing touchdowns his MVP season. That's why he was MVP? Yeah, what? No, but I'm just saying, like, he, but he led the league with 36. I mean, it's not that my man can't throw the ball. He's not a completely incompetent quarterback. But... Oh, he has no one to throw to. At that. And I, I don't think he's got the touch quite yet. Correct. And he's also a uh, man. I'm under pressure. Well, I know I'm faster than like eight of these 11 guys. So I'm just take off. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, off. yeah, it's, it's like read one, read two. Oh, didn't see either of those guys get open. So it's time to start running. Not taking a sack. <laughs> Literally, read one, read two. Oh, neither of them were open. Time to run. That's his only issue. 
is that he he doesn't he can't let the play develop and keep reading the defense. He just falls, you know. How is Jameis Winston, or how did Jameis Winston throw thirty picks and also get sacked forty seven times? Goodness gracious! How was your line that bad? I don't uh, think the line was that bad. I, I had to be. De- I think the decision making was that bad. That means that means that none of those were chuck 'em ups. At least none of those were chuck 'em ups. We took that same line, got a, bought in a rookie, and. That's the same line. Don't play Wisconsin like that. Them, them boys come Whoa. out ready. Them, them boys. Yeah, I was going to say. Them boys Iowa. come out ready. I don't want to hear it. it. Can <laughs> I just say, shout out to the Giants for not taking Tristan worse like everybody predicted you guys to. Shout out to that. The offensive line play is huge. Yes, it is, which is why I really hope that the Packers resign. I'm just sad because our, our offensive line is hurt or, or aging, so... It's gonna be a lot of Dak this upcoming year, so he that that contract better be worth it. <laughs> He's gonna earn every penny of it. Man, but to talk about it, the NBA. So now Blake Griffin is being bought out by the Pistons and signing with the Brooklyn Nets. Do do we actually think that this move makes the Nets any better? Yes. Why? What has Blake Griffin done in the past two years? He's been in a. a the shithole that is Detroit. Which means that he should, like, be the big stats on a bad team guy, right? I, I, I would also contend that LeBron James played in Cleveland for two for two contracts. Now, I'm not saying <laughs> he's going to have the same, the same impact <laughs> in Detroit, but we... Blake's a good player that can't elevate a team, but he can definitely play his role very well. I thought that was hints of what happened in um, L.A. as a Clipper. He shined, but his team didn't do well. But once he got a team, then all of a sudden, now he's all all no, star. No, no, no. But but here's the thing. So those first seasons in. Uh, when he was with the Clippers, his worst season was his third season from a point per game like view of things at 18, and he never scored less than 20 points during those seasons. In three of his four seasons with the Clippers or with the uh, Pistons, he's been under 20 points a game. He's averaging 12 points a game this year, Brian. You're telling me he's gonna go to the Nets and all of a sudden? Like, revitalize himself? Whoa, that's not what I said. You asked if I said they were going to win. I, I said, how does he impact them winning? Oh, he makes them better. He, how? He, by giving them depth. Yeah, but I... Okay, so I, I, I hear what you're saying, but I think that the biggest issue for for the Nets is the fact that they don't have any defensive, defensive stoppers. And Blake Griffin really can only play the four or the five defensively. He can't really shoot with the threes, and he can't D the threes, and then he is not a rim protector, and doesn't really function in the in the new pick and roll. This season, Blake Griffin is averaging less than a steal a game and a tenth of a block a game. I wouldn't want to play for Detroit either. Everybody has wanted out of Detroit. We thought James Harden. No, we didn't. <laughs> yeah, you better say something, Paul. Like, we all thought James Harden was washed up, and he went to no. No, we all knew he was faking it. We all knew he Look, was being lazy on the court. We all know, and and that's essentially what we got going on here. Blake Griffin's PR last year was eleven point nine four, and this year it's nine point nine eight. I wouldn't want to play in Detroit either. Man, Detroit has not been good since but, since the the days of Ben Wallace and crew. Hold on. They, they, they won. <laughs> they, they, they won a trophy. Um, but, oh, so Brian, look. <laughs> if, you're, if you're trying to say that Blake Griffin is going to, like, revitalize himself, Mason Plumley was leading the Pistons in rebounds. Mason Plumley need a job. Look, I'm not saying that he's going to be the best player on the team. I'm not saying that he is going to turn into a superstar. What I'm saying is that he is going to round out this Boston team and get them to the finals. I'm going to say one name. Boston? Oh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I'm going to say one name. And I, want, I just want to see your reaction. 
Reggie Jackson. Awful. Do you remember last year when the Clippers picked up Reggie Jackson towards the end of the season? Everyone was like, oh my God, they're loading up so many weapons. Reggie knows how to play his role now. What did he do for them in the playoffs? I was not a believer. What did he do for them in the playoffs? <laughs> I was not a believer. Oh, so so it, it, it's all based on whether you believe or not, Brian? I don't, like, be, I don't believe in Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson, I don't think, I think Reggie Jackson's worse than Blake Griffin. Brian. I don't think he's that good a point Blake guard. Blake was playing 31 minutes a game in Detroit. I understand. Averaging 5.2 rebounds, 3.9 assists. I understand. And 12 points. I mean, I'm, I'm not even saying... He was Blake, playing 31 minutes a game. I'm not even saying that Blake has been playing poorly. Because I think that uh, I watched the game where the Pistons played the Lakers. Both of the games. He is going to get and Jeff Green out they, of the starting they, line. They, get no, him out of there. No way. Not for Blake. I would. He'll get he'll get eaten up in, in pick and roll. He that'll, That's that's points. Yeah, wait, wait. Are you saying get Jeff Green out of the starting line so he can play... The five? Like, no. No. That's cool. Yes. Put put Blake Jeff, at the four. Jeff Green's playing the five. DeAndre DeAndre's playing the five. Oh, I'm talking about with KD in the lineup. I'm talking about small ball lineup. Oh, ew. No. They should so they should run Harden, Kyrie. Joe Harris. Joe Harris. Wait. I know. There's no room for Blake. Blake comes off the bench. K- Katie, Blake, DeAndre, and have Joe Harris and Jeff Green come off the bench. No way, dude. Blake Blake cannot start for this team. He would have to be the three. Would you just name Mason the three? No, Katie is the three. Katie at the three? That's his natural position. No, it's not. It's the four. He's a forward big time. He's a forward, a small forward. A small forward is not is not necessarily a, a three. No. Kevin Durant's a power forward, Brian. He's Should a forward. It, he, sh- he is a forward. He's a he true play. No, no, he's a forward. Oh, when, the, when did that happen? His whole career, he'd been a four. I remember he. No, he started at the two. Yeah, oh, when he weighed one hundred and forty-five pounds, like he, was, he was handling the ball. He's little. Yeah, he he's always been a four, dog. The, the the best players are power forwards. And they're the most impactful players when they are the best player on your team. Look, I don't disagree with that. Blake Griffin saying, is also a four. Blake Griffin is a four. I don't I think KD's a three. KD's not a three. He Brian. Should, I mean he shouldn't. Be. Man, you that's he you should you're giving up you're giving up everything Brian, defensively Brian, if, if, if he's out of the paint. He's a dribbly tall guy. Is Giannis a three, Brian? Give me a second. <laughs> Give me a second. Hold on. Because LeBron, the, the P and PG for LeBron stands for power. <laughs> He's a power guard. He ain't, he ain't nobody point guard. We all know that. He's like the 14 because he's just, he's the one and the four. He is still a power No, Giannis forward. is not a three. Okay, so how's KD a three? Because <laughs> KD's The better. same build. He's like, KD can he's shoot. KD can shoot. He's a three. Just because he can shoot doesn't make him a three. Because <laughs> he has an 18-foot jumper, he's a three. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> he's a, what are the real definitions nowadays? Forwards play back to the basket, man. The fours, like... <laughs> KD is clearly a wing. Giannis <laughs> is not. How did Giannis go 16 for 16? What just happened? What happened? He did you see his, his first eight shot eight shots were dunks. I mean, it makes it real easy to go 16 for 16. They he, were wide open he, dunks. He made he all of them. Three, huh? He was three for three from three. Correct, but he didn't he shoot. Made, a, he didn't shoot a three until his like eighth attempt, eighth or ninth attempt shooting the ball. But he made all of them. <laughs> It's so many layups and rim runs and dunks, dude. Like, if you go back and look at his highlights on his way to making all his shots. Can we shot, talk about the, mostly the, the alley-oop from uh, Chris Paul to Curry and then Curry to Chris Paul? Y'all forgot Chris Paul had bunnies. I'll never forget that. He barely made it, Brian. <laughs> rim, rim Can you do it? Not anymore. I can't do it. I might, I might still can do it. I can't do it. 
Because, Brian, see, here's the thing. We're not professional athletes. He is. He's paid to stay in shape and stuff. Does he dunk the ball? He's a point guard. He's a, he he's the facilitator. He sets up you dunking. My man said this time, I'm going to show you I still got it. I'm proud of him for getting up there, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. But uh, how about Dane? They were like, three points. You got to win by three. My man said. Not win by three. The score to. Correct. It's th- three, three points to get to 170. And my man just pulled up and said. Game. I just love that Steph passed and just started waving to the crowd. He said, Dame got it. Yeah. We're not even surprised anymore. My man has, is, has solidified himself as a legit threat. Like It's such a shame. That from anywhere. It, it's such a shame that Dame Lillard is never going to win anything because he deserves it. What if he, they bought him out and he went to the Lakers? But he doesn't want to. He I legitimately know. wants to stay in Portland and win with Portland. Yeah, he, no, he's not he, going to he'd win rather be the he got king. That, he got that handicap he'd, he'd rather be the king of his own city than the Duke anywhere else. And he knows if he if he went anywhere besides Portland, he's going to have to be someone's backup. You, you know what I'm saying? Or not someone's backup, but you know, he someone's robbing. He, he can go to Utah and be the number one there. But they aren't going to trade for him. because they make him like our generation's Allen Iverson or something? Please don't do that to us. It's sad to say out loud. And they both wear red, white, and and black for their colors on their team. He's just that guy. We recognize. Who's just Cause a think boss. about it. He just does it all. AI's AI Sixers were black, red, and and white and gold as the offset. Those are AI Sixers. I mean, Ben, all you're doing right now is making us feel old. You don't need to do that. You can stop. It just hurts my heart because I can see it. Dame is being this generation's AI. AI. Oh, no. The way that I look at it is... Yeah, where it's like, man, if, if we had a streetball tournament right now, who would you pick first? Who's never going to get one? Same answer, you know? Isn't that sad? Two different generations? Literally the same answer. <laughs> For both the questions. <clears throat> <laughs> Even though in, in, in 2K Street Ball, I definitely pick Bron first. He he too versatile. I mean, yeah. Too versatile. He 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 guards everybody like like Bron, Steph, Katie, those are those are the, the three. I don't even play Steph. I do. I don't <laughs> I don't play Steph just because it's kinda automatic and he can't play defense. He gets he gets bullied by everybody <laughs> driving to the basket. Press circle. Take charge. It's <laughs> <laughs> your only option. Um, so, yeah. Uh, besides the the whole All-Star game thing, uh, you know, we've seen this season have a couple of downs and ups for different teams. And on the flip side to the East, because I feel like the East is pretty much down to just the Nets now, sadly enough. I mean, it's the Nets and Bucks and... We no, and the Sixers. Sixers, but I just don't think that the, the Sixers, like the Sixers, also need like one more piece. Yep. In order to, they need like one more three three point shooter. I mean, the I think the thing that's more interesting about Griffin signing with the Nets is that Andre Drummond's coming available soon for someone, and the Nets won't have a roster slot. They 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 don't. But. And, and I've heard that the Lakers are interested in drumming. Yeah, I mean that'd he, be that'd be a big pickup for them. And and, the and, and like he's interested in any, everybody. No, they didn't even guard Blake. But it's because they have limited roster slots and they have limited uh, cap flex. But yeah, I mean, I think I think the Lakers might pick up Drummond, and I mean, he does everything that they don't. I like Philly, or that they're missing. Yeah, I mean, Philly, Philly, Philly got a shot, but I just think that Brooklyn has accumulated such a trove of, of So, here's the one thing riches. that I think works in uh, Philly's favor. They have a better defensive team. Mm-hmm. Correct. Correct. And a defensive coach. Yeah. Who likes to lose when they're da- when they're up, up 3-1. So, I think if the Sixers get up 3-1 on the Nets and then in the East Conference Finals. no. If the Sixers get up 3-1 on the Nets in the Eastern Conference Finals, I'm going to download FanDuel and put a huge bid said, on the Nets. I'm, I'm betting the house. <laughs> the whole house. The car. I'm going to take a loan. Dog, I will take I'm a loan for that one. I'm, I'm Put it all. Put it all on them. All on black. Like 100% on Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because that's a dub. Faux show. But I bet Vegas plays super hard into that. If he becomes... 
if he if he drops three one with four different franchises, you just quit. If not, just quit. Daryl Morey, fire this man. I know that you just hired him, but you got to fire him right now. <laughs> because that's just bad juju. Walk down to that court <laughs> right gonna... now and fire this man. Don't let him get back to the locker room. There's a giant gray cloud over Doc Rivers and whatever franchise that he... Dude, don't... <laughs> don't if it happens again, like, just... You're, the, you're that guy. You're that guy. What's up, 3-1? <laughs> Bro. Or should I call you 4-3? Four, four, Oh, no. <laughs> God. Man, so yeah, it the, the East is more or less locked down. I'm still sad about my Celtics, y'all. I'm still so sad. Literally, every time I, every time I watch a game, I'm just like, uh, how are we going to lose it this time? Because it's just... Bro, I'm even forgetting that Boston's a contender. Who's the other team in the East? I'm going to give you hands. <laughs> Keep it up. Look, man. But it's are sad. They a contender? No, not anymore. I told y'all at the beginning of the season, I was like, I don't like the way things are looking. I know that we're like 12 and 4 or whatever we were to start, but we were 19 and 17 right now. Bro, after starting 11 and 4. Which I feel like the worst part about that is the fact that 19 and 17 is good for fourth in the East. Dog, th- we were behind the, the, the New York Knicks last week. 19 and 17 would get you seventh in the West. So we're a playoff team, is what you're trying to tell me. Barely. <laughs> we are actually a playoff team. We're a legitimate no, playoff no, no, sorry. team. Sorry. 19 and 17 doesn't get you uh, seven in the West because of it gets, percentage. Gets me what, eighth? It gets you. Oh, no. Out of the playoffs. Happy we're in the East. <laughs> Just happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, Dallas will be ahead of you guys by one one thousandth of a percentage point. That's Mark because they're eighteen the and sixteen. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm so sad about the Celtics. But out west, who, who's gonna win it out west? Is Anthony Davis healthy? That's what it comes down to. It, it's that simple. Is Anthony Davis healthy? If yes, Lakers. If no, then the tree branches. Yeah. How? Just like a flow chart. <laughs> How? No, okay, because LeBron in the playoffs. How? Because they're going to make the playoffs regardless. There's no way that they can lose enough games to not make the playoffs. The Lakers? The Lakers. Yeah. There's no I don't way. think there's any way they drop below, like, the five seed. Correct. There's no way that, that, that they are going to not make the playoffs. So, if they are the five seed, do, do they still win it all? Can LeBron still muster up? some playoff power and give them the push that they need in order to pursue their championship goals. Yes. Yes. That's pretty definitive for both of y'all. Ben, that old playoff LeBron How much more do we need applies to see? until he, like, doesn't make the playoffs. Period, I feel like. He's right. He's right. If you could see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, y'all know. I try, I try to be unbiased to LeBron because I love the man so much that I feel like I'm naturally biased. So as long as y'all just keep me on my toes and being real with me, I I need that balance. Ben, you know that I I, I am a fan that turned to LeBron later in his career. I'm a Chris Paul dude through and through, but LeBron is special. <laughs> LeBron is that dude. I can I can't deny it. I'm a fucking rider. <laughs> like dude, like you can only hate up. You know what I hated on for the longest time? Drake. His his first two mixtapes, I listened to him. I said, you know what? This is I don't really like this sound. It's kind of trash. Whatever. His first his first real album dropped. I said, you know what? Eh, I like a couple of the songs. Not really for me though. Not a big fan. His next two albums dropped. Guess what? I was bumping it every day. Windows down. Turning other people onto it. Have you heard this this song yet? Because I couldn't deny it anymore. I loved it. It was good. It's just that quality. I think LeBron James has done it to a lot of people where it's like, you know, maybe you were a hater at the beginning. Maybe you were a hater in Miami. Maybe you somehow still hated this man when he came home to deliver them a championship. Maybe. Maybe. If you were a hater through all that, and, and, and then last year winning a championship, you got it. Like, come on. Put your sword away. Like, what does this man have to do to convince you at, at this point? Change his name to Michael Jordan. Michael <laughs> Jeffrey Jordan. Literally, I'm convinced that the only people who are still hating on LeBron are people who are afraid that LeBron pokes at Jordan's legacy and pokes at Jordan's, you know, place on the all on the all time list. And it's like, 
I mean, I think he does, but those are the only haters left. Now, I, th- there, there are other people, people that are of a certain political affiliation that want LeBron to stay out of politics. And then there's people who call him La Flop. Look, man, flop, flopping. My thoughts on flopping, it's it's lame. But and that's all you gotta say. <laughs> in a in a an environment of similarly skilled professionals, it's it's a game of inches, like in football. You you're you try to take advantage of every advantage that you can. Uh I mean, I think it's a cheap way to try and get advantage, but all those little fouls kinda add up. When you play in the game, you you trying to do it's the same thing of, of of like shit talking somebody trying to get them off their game just trying to get like some kind of little edge I mean I don't agree with it but sometimes you really need a call the calls can make make the difference in games and championships and, and just decide big games so I don't I don't think it's it's whatever but you 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 out here trying to win you trying to play the game. Can we just talk about the fact that LeBron is 36 years old and leading the Lakers in every statistical uh, category except for blocks? His BR is 24.49. I don't know how people hate. We're just going to keep saying this every year. Pretty much. Indefinitely. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Man, I just... my, My whole thing with the whole flopping thing is like... It takes a lot to knock over a 250-pound ball of muscle. So, like, yes, if LeBron just drove down the lane and never embellished any any contact, it probably looked like he never got hit, ever, you know? He probably had five legitimate fouls in his entire career. So, like... Well, it's the same thing that happened with Shaq. Yes, exactly. When, when you're gigantic, people bounce off of you, you know? So, like... Them bouncing off me does not mean that they did not foul me. It just means I'm a physical specimen and they are not as, you know, specimen as I am. That's all there is to it, you know? So, flopping, I'm here, I'm there, but more of the story, I don't think the flopping is that big of a deal, especially because it's more of an embellishment than a, than a, 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 like a cheat. It's not like you can just stand there and fall over and get a call. It's like there has to be some level of contact. Yes, I threw my hands back. Oh, did y'all see that Buddy Hill flop? That was that was egregious. Brian, Brian had a bad one too. Whoa, was that, that was against the Jazz or the Nuggets? It was against it was against Portland, and Carmelo had just checked in when they were shooting a free throw. It was a dead ball, and so Carmelo came in and got next to him and basically just put his weight on him, like kind of, and and Buddy Hill just fell over. That it was it was yes it was com- it was awful. This that was unacceptable. Look at this. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> and that, I just love the referee. Yeah, I looked at him like, "What are you doing?" This like so that buddy hill flop that that's that's silly. That's bad. <clears throat> that that's when you should get fined over. The NBA warned him. They they issued an official warning over that one. But like, for example, in volleyball. I had some balls that I hit that were close to the line. I looked at, I saw it. I I was out. I thought I knew it was out, and the line just called it out. But I look at them and go, "Come on, like, give me this call." And sometimes that you could end up getting the call that way. At in a, in a competitive game, people are trying to do like whatever. Now I could see if you maybe just made it look like somebody kind of hit you in the face or whatever but of all the issues i think flopping isn't a a huge deal or something to target somebody's legacy because nobody everybody has flopped at some point yeah because people if you're playing a competitive sport and you're not trying to do stuff like that to like that to influence the refs in order to win you're not trying to win i agree I mean, that is, that's entirely why they've left referees in sports is because, you know, the human factor has always been a part of the sport, so they want to maintain the human factor, you know? So, of course, you're going to try and play at human's emotions and stuff. It just, it just kind of makes sense. If if they were trying to eliminate that, they would have robo-refs in every sport by now. I mean, they should, but... 
right. But we've but we've clearly established like that the, the the governing bodies of these sports want to maintain the integrity of the sport as much as possible, and that, but while also maintaining a, a relative quality throughout time. If you just ha- if you start having like the robo ref era, that changes a lot of you know how sports are played and how the outcomes will will, will play out from you know whenever you implement the robo ref on you know that's- you can mess around and play off basketball and in the big heat of the moments they'll stop the ball every like every twenty seconds or something and then you'll net the game will never be over right that's gonna be it for us this week guys thanks for joining us. Um, we're going to try and bring in a couple of other sports in the next couple couple of weeks. A little bit of hockey, a little bit of baseball. And we're going to try and touch a little bit more on the NCAA, uh, especially as we get towards tournament time. Um, but thanks for joining us. Make sure that you like, subscribe, share, and follow on all forms of social media. Um, so, yeah, one more time. This has been Brian. Brian. We're Black Sports Entertainment. We'll catch you guys later.